Welcome to Managed Carecast, a podcast from the American Journal of Managed Care. Governors gain more power over health coverage. The marketplace portal suffers a breach. And more healthcare payments are tied to risk. Welcome to This Week in Managed Care. I'm Laura Jost. The Trump administration this week gave governors the power to overhaul Section 1332 waivers under the Affordable Care Act, which could allow states to approve plans that don't meet all the coverage requirements in the law. While CMS Administrator Seema Verma said the new policy would allow for more choice and competition, one expert said the change would bring high profits at the expense of consumers. Said Stan Dorn of Families USA, This guidance slashes the legs out from under the comparable coverage requirement by saying that, as long as comparable coverage is theoretically available, competing plans, operating by completely different rules, can swoop in, pick up all the good risks, and stash away huge profits, exempt from medical loss ratio requirements. The guidance lets states divert federal dollars for premium tax credits to serve people with incomes below the poverty line and keep them out of Medicaid. States must still serve the same number of people, but those in association health plans and short-term plans with less coverage now count. CMS disclosed a breach in the portal that agents and brokers use to assist consumers signing up for health coverage under the Affordable Care Act. Officials first noticed suspicious activity October 13th and declared a breach on the 16th. The agent and broker portal was disabled so federal investigators can find out what happened. Files for about 75,000 individuals were affected. CMS Administrator Seema Verma said, We are working to identify the individuals potentially impacted as quickly as possible so that we can notify them and provide resources such as credit protection. The breach comes as CMS hopes to expand the role of insurance professionals in helping consumers sign up for coverage starting November 1st. The Trump administration has reduced the budget for navigators from independent consumer groups saying they were not enrolling enough people and the effort was not cost-effective. About one-third of all U.S. healthcare payments in 2017 were tied to alternative payment models, with the rest still tied to fee-for-service, according to a new report. The Healthcare Payment Learning and Action Network found the following. Of the fee-for-service payments, 41% had no link to quality and value, while 25% had a link to quality and value. Over the past two years, There has been a 17% increase in spending tied to models with shared savings, downside risk, and population-based payment. More choices are needed to keep up the trend, according to Dr. Mark McClellan, a co-chair of the network's guiding committee, who said, While we celebrate the increase in overall APM adoption, we also know further progress on payment reform will be important to ensure healthcare dollars flow through models that have more risk. More competition is expected in the pharmaceutical sector in 2019, and biosimilars will be a big part of the story, according to an expert who kicked off the fall meeting of the Academy of Managed Care Pharmacy. Dr. Amy Theraldson of Express Scripts said specialty pharmacy accounted for 41% of drug spending in 2017, and that share should reach 50% by 2019. Theraldson said the legal challenges that have kept some key biosimilars from reaching U.S. customers will start to ease, and she foresees a June 2019 launch date for Ogivri, a biosimilar for Herceptin, and a July 2019 launch date for Embassy 
a biosimilar for Avastin. For full coverage of AMCP Nexus, visit AJMC.com. AJMC will also cover Site Congress this weekend, and you can see full coverage at the website. Oncologist Dr. Barbara McEnany is serving this year as president of the American Medical Association at a time of great change in her field. In an exclusive interview with the American Journal of Managed Care, McEnany spoke about the challenges of meeting cost-saving targets under CMS's oncology care model. She explained that practices that fall short of cost-saving targets may leave the program because managing risk is not something entirely within their control. As the, the oncology care model was originally designed, if you did not develop cost savings, then you are pu pushed off that particular model. You don't get to continue. So those practices that did not make savings the first time and now have not the second time, I think we will lose them from the oncology care model. The other option for practices is to take two-sided risk. And that, I believe, is very problematic for practices for several reasons. The first, and probably the most important, is that practices do not have reserves or actuaries on staff who can figure out what the risk is of the patients they're taking. We have no way to control who walks into our door. We take care of everybody. So the lack of reserves is something that a state insurance commissioner would not allow an insurance company to do. If you want to set up an insurance company in any state, you have to convince the insurance commissioner that if you have a series of patients who are more expensive than you predicted, that you have the reserves to pay that back. Practices don't have the ability to do that. And with the OCM including the entire cost of care, there are so many factors that are outside of the control of the practices that it's not surprising to me that most practices have not met their targets and it's not surprising to me that most practices are not willing to take that risk for things out of their control. McEnany will be the keynote speaker next month at Patient-Centered Oncology Care, AJMC's annual multi-stakeholder meeting featuring payers, providers, and patient advocates. For all of us at the Managed Markets News Network, I'm Laura Jost. Thanks for joining us. To learn more about any of the stories in this podcast, visit AJMC.com or see the show notes. And you can get in touch with us by emailing info at AJMC.com or following us on Twitter at AJMC underscore journal. And if you like the show, don't forget to subscribe and rate us.